you might hear a little background noise. I'm at my in-laws' house. Um, hopefully, it's minimized. Can you hear anything? I can't hear anything. Okay, there you go. So hopefully, hopefully, no one can hear anything. Yeah, I, we should did. say at the very beginning of this, there are spoilers throughout this podcast. Yeah, we never do that, but this is definitely a spoiler alert. If you have not seen Spider-Man No Way Home yet, don't. Yeah, Listen our entire our all. entire podcast series is is spoiling movies. So yeah, um, we that's why we we never do it because it's just like the premise of the podcast. But if you're if you're if you're coming to the podcast new because you just want to hear more about Spider Man No Way Home, there are spoilers all throughout this. Yeah, but hey, how about this? You can listen to the first few minutes of this and not be spoiled. So this is going to be us talking about how we liked it or disliked it, and then we're going to spoil it. So. We'll tell you when we're about to really spoil it. How's that? Uh, all right, Mike. So, Spider-Man No, From no Way Home, I would argue, is the biggest movie release of the year. Would you agree? Yeah, I would, I would definitely say so. Yeah. Okay. We were, I mean, we so, were checking seats, like, uh, every day just to see if we could get in there when there was not that many people in the, in the theater, and that's an impossible task. Yeah. Um, so, I'm going to say, okay, so I'm going I'm to tell you how I feel about it and you tell me how you feel about it and then we can go from there okay so all right you you I up. I absolutely loved it 100% how did you how about you I'm nervous well I mean like why did why did you love it like tell us a little bit not not going into any details but like no how spoilers. did how to um, make you feel how to make you feel yeah well uh, so okay so Tom Holland's Spider-Man if you look at Homecoming um Far From Home in this one you never really got a sense that the MCU knew what they were doing with Spider-Man. When you look at Homecoming, it felt okay as an introduction, but then you look at Far From Home, it was absolutely terrible. Mm -hmm. uh, and so you never really understood what they were trying to do. But then you have this movie that just came out. And I agree with you on both counts on both of those other two movies. Yeah. yeah. But then you have this movie, and it kind of solves all the problems almost perfectly. Like, if, you, if someone told me that at the end of this movie you are going to have the Spider-Man that you've been wanting since you first saw Tom Holland as Spider-Man, I would have been like, no way. But then you definitely got it, and it solved so many problems. It just fixed so many different issues. That's Not only is it a, a success as a piece of entertainment, but it's also a success from the evolution of comic book storytelling. Like, if you're looking at the MCU and you're looking at comic book movies and everybody's saying like, you know, comic book movies are getting stale and old. This one has reinvented it to the point where, you know, it's almost impossible not to like it. Like you have to be pretty cynical to watch this movie and then be like, well, this is terrible. Um, so it was just a, all around. I got, I got teary several times. I, I didn't know mm -hmm. what happened. Uh, and then it was just like perfect. And like, I'm generally sad. Like, I'm worried about what's going to happen next. I'm generally sad that we might not see another Tom Holland Spider-Man, which could be. I don't know. Your reaction, Mike. I'm super nervous, but... All right. I, I smiled a lot when I was watching this. Um, I cried a few times. I, I laughed some. I, uh, I tapped my son on the leg at one point in the movie. Um, but I got to tell you, we ranked the MCU recently... Uh, I know you you would put this movie at the top of that ranking now. Yeah, hundred percent. Okay, hundred percent. And that's in front. That's in front of that. I mean, it's in front of everything, but clearly, it's in front of Captain America: The First Avenger, which was your previous number one. Yeah, I would argue that this is the best comic book movie ever made. Period. Okay. 
Um, I would not argue that. Uh, for me, it does not, it does not displace my number one. Um, and I'm, I'm still not done processing yet. So if I came away thinking this was the worst or the best out of the MCU, clearly I'd be able to say, no, it's the new number one or no, it's the new, you know, bottom of the barrel. Um, right now I'm thinking it's somewhere between, it's somewhere in the middle third <clears throat> is what I'm kind of thinking right now. That's fair. And so like, lot, what, like maybe 10, 12, 15? Uh, somewhere between eight and maybe 15, something like that. That's fair. That's completely fair, hundred percent. Especially uh, but, coming from your coming from you, because you're not a comic book like nerd necessarily. Yeah, it fits. It I totally definitely fits. see how you would rank it very high, and I would not because it has a lot of fan service that that you enjoy more than I do. Um, but a lot of it was, you know, we've been talking about what I was afraid of this movie being, right? And it kind of was what I was afraid of it being. But um, the other aspects of the movie were so good that it kind of raised the entire movie to um, a, a higher level. I think if like the if if all of the pieces weren't coming together, this would be near the bottom of my list just because it's got too much stuff in it. And it's not the kind of Spider-Man movie that I want to see. All right, all right. So where, but what I do really love about it is what you were talking about, where it fixes things. Mm. And so coming out of this, assuming that Sony and Marvel and Tom Holland can all come together and be friendly and, and, and go forward with a new trilogy, this sets us up. At the end of this movie, it sets us up for exactly what I want to see out of Tom Holland Spider-Man movies. Yes, 100%. So we're in spoiler territory now. So right. I'm going to give, I, I have the daunting task of giving a plot summary to this thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to do it. Uh, okay, Mike, give me a timer. I got one minute to do this. Okay. Get, let me know when to start. Let's go. All right. So, <laughs> keep, keep starting. <laughs> what? All right. No, I'm going to start. So at the beginning of this movie, um, Spire, if you watched Spider-Man um, Far From Home, it was revealed at the very end that Mysterio outed Spider-Man as being Peter Parker. So Peter Parker is now outed, and he is, the, is, he is in the world. And the fact that he's Spider-Man he Spire is causing his friends to and his, his family to be ostracized and have some problems in the world. So yeah, Peter and Parker, most importantly, him and his friends don't get into MIT. Yeah. That's kind of important. Anyway, so then uh, he goes to Doctor Strange and asks Doctor Strange to cast a spell so people forget that he is Spider-Man. The spell goes awry, and it turns out that it opens up the multiverse and brings in previous villains from previous Spider-Man movies. So if you look at the Sam Raimi movies or the Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2 movies, you have villains from those two movies. Uh, Spider-Man has to catch these people. But, hit, but then the coolest thing about this is that Spider-Man realizes that these people are going to die or be damaged if he sends them back. So he tries to cure them of their problems. Um, Hijinks ensue. Aunt May dies. The original Spider-Man, Tobey Maguire, shows up. And also Amazing Spider-Man. What's his name? Andrew Garfield. Yeah, Andrew Garfield shows up from Amazing Spider-Man. They team up and they all have a brilliant fight scene. They cure the, the supervillains of their, of their ills. They get sent back to their proper universes, but at a high price, uh, Tom Holland's Spider-Man has to give up his identity. He has, he, has to, he has to make the world forget he's Peter Parker, 
all his friends and family forget who he is, and he's completely alone in the world. But we do get the refined, fixed version of Spider-Man at the very end. He has a brand new costume that he's made on his own, and he swings out in New York during Christmas. It's probably one of the coolest scenes you've ever seen. Really awesome in the end. I did. That was pretty good. Yeah, you. Uh, that was almost two minutes, but uh, I couldn't ch- cover. I, I couldn't chime. I couldn't. Ch- I couldn't chime in there at the one minute mark when you said that Aunt May died. So, yeah, yeah. you interrupted a little bit, but anyway. <sighs> okay, so let's start from the beginning. Um, Far from Home is so bad that I don't even want to do an episode about it. <laughs> but I know we have to. Yeah, we got but to. The, but ha- it. it, it Ali and Spider-Man as Peter Parker gave us the typical problems you saw, but um, we didn't spend too much time with those problems because the movie just had so much it wanted to cover that we didn't get to spend a whole lot of time showing the results of what would happen if the world found out that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Um, but what we do get at the very beginning is, Mike, what was the first cameo that we saw that I told you we were going to get? You're going to have to remind me on that one. Matt Murdock. Matt Murdock. Oh, oh, oh. yeah. I mean, we, we all knew that we were going to get that. Yeah. Yeah, but but it was cool to see it, right? And it, it was, was cool oh, to that's, confirm that's, it. That was the one point where I, I tapped my son on the leg. What'd your son, what did your son do? Was he like excited about it? Was he stoked? Yeah, we were. He yeah, had we to were, be. We were, we were both super stoked. Confirmed. Daredevil is in the MCU now. And it so, looks like it's so, the same Daredevil. I know you said it's yeah, a different it's totally, variation, it, no. but... It might be a different, I don't know, but it's Charlie Cox, which I think yeah. is awesome. Yeah. It's just so cool. Um, just really cool. I, I when hope, the brick comes Foggy through, Nelson's he came back too. Yeah, it should be, maybe. But when the brick came through and he caught it, that was awesome. Like, was like, yeah. Oh, that, that was great. That's the good stuff. He's, He's just like, a good like, lawyer. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just a really good lawyer. Um, that, was, that was fun. Um, but it was a very brief scene. Um, and the whole consequences of him being, spy, of him being outed um, didn't last too long. Um, because uh, we kind of get to the place where he has to start working with Doctor Strange. Um, what did you think about the? Let's. I guess that's the first, maybe the first quarter of the movie. What did you think about him being out to that Spider Man? How did you How did you feel like they handled that? I thought they handled that really well, and that was one of I think my favorite parts of the movie, just because we got to see Spider Man being Spider Man. Um, mm. that first scene, you know, the first series of scenes uh, in the movie where. Uh, you know, the crowd's kind of gathering around MJ and causing a bit bit of trouble for her. So he has to swing in and, and save her yeah. and, and take her away was was great. I loved it. Um, and it gave me a little bit of Ferris Bueller Day Off vibes mm-hmm. uh, during yeah, that, which, which we know that the director, John Watts, had everybody in this cast watch um, all of John Hughes' movies before they did the first movie. Hmm. I didn't know that. Did he do all three? He did all three. Yeah. And he, he, uh, he wanted to like flavor these movies after John Hughes movies. I can see that being a good and bad thing, but let's continue. Um, but I, I I love that opening, opening series. Yeah. You know, I didn't like the Zendaya, Zendaya, Zendaya MJ until this movie. And I really started really liking her. I thought she did a really good job, um, with that character. I thought it was great. Yeah. Um, and also, like, Ned. I mean, Ned was cool, too. Aunt May, you know, she was awesome in this. I think really good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we never really got to really spend time with her and Peter. And so, like, the relationship between them always felt a little forced. There was never... 
I think like if you go back to Far From Home, once again, it's wasted so much time. Like that could have been a whole movie that did a lot more work, but instead it was it it, it was what it was. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, yeah, and the MIT thing I thought was like I was really sad for them when they didn't get into MIT. I mean, I was like, yeah, it sucks. These kids went to a school designed to get them in, get them into colleges like this, and then they mm-hmm. can't get in, you know. And right. so, and it's direct, and it's Peter Parker's fault. I mean, you can't deny right. that it is, right. it's his fault. So he has to find a solution, and then we get um, the meeting with Doctor Strange. I yeah, I, I love it, uh, I love Doctor Strange where he says, "You mean you came to me to cast a spell <laughs> before you even bothered talking to MIT about this?" He's like, "Well, and yeah. that's that's so much like like you know, people grow up. And people, yeah, people grow up. They don't understand. Like, oh no, I got a letter saying that I'm denied. That's it. There's nothing nothing yeah. I can do." Yeah, he's a yeah. kid, so he's thinking yeah. very extreme, you know? Right. right. He's um, like, yeah, if, I, I'm not going to be able to go there. That's it. But if you back up real fast, the coolest thing was when Doctor Strange revealed that he wasn't the Sorcerer Supreme. It was Wong. Right. <laughs> like, because, yeah, because he was, <laughs> he was blipped, that, yeah. Yeah, it was blipped. And like, he was like, and that, I like that. I like that a lot. Um, I like that too, I, but it kind of explains why we're seeing like Wong in, in yeah. all these movies and stuff too. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And like before in the in the comics, Wong was just like the stereotypical Asian like servant to Doctor Strange. And now in the MCU, he's really being treated with a lot of respect. And I and I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we get the spell, and it didn't. You know, I thought it would take longer for the spell to have a problem or reaction, but it wasn't until like the next scene where we get the reveal of of Raimi's Doc Ock, and we get a that's a, a, a really awesome fight scene. I mean, I was a really cool fight scene. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was, I mean, I thought it was brilliantly done. Uh, what did you think about it? Uh, yeah, it was good. Um, what was wrong with it? I didn't say anything was wrong with it. I said it was good. Did I say something was wrong with it? You're not excited. You're not as excited as I was about the fight scene. Uh, I guess, I guess maybe I'm tired of fight scenes on the bridge, on bridges. I don't know. That's true. That's fine. Yeah. Um, it's just so. It was like it was like it was almost like Sam Raimi Spider Man. This came out last week, and it was like just straight up. You know, once again we get Doc Ock, just brilliantly done. Mm-hmm. Um, the special effects were seamless. Doctor Ock, Doc Ock seemed like he was a real threat. This is great. It's just the smart everything about it. Yeah, I did. I did really enjoy it. Where um, the nano, the nanobots from yeah, that was um, Spider Man suit took over Doc Ock's. Uh, yeah. tentacles and, and that was pretty cool yeah and like um the coolest thing about that scene uh is just the um when we saw green goblin show up like the green goblin in this i felt like was just as threatening as he was in the original spider-man uh, and when you look at the comics um, the Green Goblin is Spider-Man's like ultimate nemesis, so I thought they did a really good job working with that and doing that. I thought it was, it was great, and William Defoe did a brilliant job as um, Osborne. I mean, it's almost like the Sam Raimi characters, like Alfred, Alfred Molino, 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 Molino as Doc Ock, and then yeah. William Defoe as Doc. They just they just did their characters brilliantly. I just love it. Yeah, he's uh, uh, Green Goblin's great. Um, William Defoe's great playing him. Um, I know people don't like that costume, but I've never seen anything wrong with it. It totally makes sense to me. The Green um, Goblin costume? The Green Goblin costume, yeah. Yeah, it was great. It was great. It was a little, it's a little dated. It's a little aged. 
But I thought it was awesome. Like when he smashed the when he smashed the mask, I was like, uh. You know? Yeah, like, yeah. But I think uh, they did that just because a lot of people have never really liked that costume. I don't care what people think. Like, yeah. I was, like at this point, it just doesn't matter. But um, he's a he, he is a great villain. Probably. Um, well, I guess now he's he's part of the MCU, but I, I think maybe he's one of the coolest or most interesting villains out of out of the MCU. Really. Yeah, we'll get to that. Um, we'll get that's actually I'm glad you brought that up because um, that has to be explained about how this fits in the MCU. So we'll, you'll get to that. Um, but then Spider Man has to go out and find more of these these beings. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like I like that Doctor Strange fought the lizard on his own off screen. You know, I, I, I would I would have loved to see that fight. That would have been cool. Yeah. Um, but then um, Spider Man goes after um, Electro, which is of course played by Jamie Fox. Right. Uh, I think Jamie Fox did a great job. Yeah, I haven't mm-hmm. seen him in a movie in a long time, but I thought Jimmy Fox did a, a really good job as Electro. I thought it was great. I think the last movie I've seen him in was Baby Driver. Hmm. Well, yeah, you know what? You're right. Uh-huh. Yeah, you're absolutely right. But that was great. Um, and I like that Electro was c- kind of like, not like a pure villain, but more like, hey, this world's interesting to me. You know, I want to take this power. I want to use it. But you know what? I didn't know Sandman was going to be in this. I had no clue that Sandman was going to be in this. Did you? Uh, I wasn't looking into any of the spoilers and stuff, but who was it everybody thought the dust was going to be? Or somebody. I, I, thought, I think everybody thought it was going to be um, Sandman, but I don't know. I thought it was somebody else because I don't remember hearing Sandman in any of the like rumors leading up to this, but I do remember people seeing like, Dust and thinking it was going to be one of the Sinister Six. Well, Sandman is in the Sandman is in the Sinister Six, so maybe that was yeah. the thing. Uh, okay. I'm kind of glad that they didn't make it the Sinister Six for this, like officially. Yeah. I kind of mm-hmm. like that. It was just like a bunch of bad guys. I like that a lot. Right. Um, but but right. then we get the main paradox, not the paradox, but main main problem of this movie, which is these like Electro definitely dies in Amazing Spider-Man Two. Um, Dr. Ock definitely dies in Spider-Man 2, uh, just regular Spider-Man 2. Green Goblin dies in Spider-Man 1. Mm-hmm. Um, the Lizard doesn't die in, in Amazing Spider-Man 1. And Sandman doesn't die in Amazing in, in, in Spider-Man 3. So that was, so the whole thing was like three of them are definitely going to get killed if they go back to just how they were. And, and right. because of what Ant-Man, uh, <laughs> Because of what Ant Man, because of what Aunt May says to Peter about, you know, it's your responsibility to help people. Peter take, decides to go against Doctor Strange's wishes, and um, you know, they have this little device that if he pushes it, that they all go back to their home. And like Spider Man steals the device, and there's a kind of fight scene between Doctor Strange and Spider Man, which of course was visually amazing. Um, yeah. but. But this, I thought so when in the trailers we were seeing all that stuff. I thought that that was part of the spell going wrong. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Um, yeah, I I like the fact that it was just them fighting. Yeah, it was just uh, Doctor Strange took Spider Man into the mirror dimension, Mm -hmm. um, which is awesome. Just to have a fight. Yeah, I mean, it was it's like okay, you're Spider Man, and like this, there's two things here that is classic Spider Man. One, Spider Man makes a moral decision, which we have not seen the Tom Holland Spider Man make. In mm-hmm. any movies, yet. he didn't. He didn't make it in Spider-Man One, in um, in Homecoming. I'm sorry. He does decide to not go to the school dance and fight Vulture instead. 
mm-hmm. was a moral decision. And he didn't really do that in the No Way Home because No Way Home, not me, I'm Far From Home because Far From Home was terrible. But <laughs> he he does do it here. He could have said, you know what, Doctor Strange, send these people back. You know, it's I'm, we screwed up. Send these people back. It's fine. But he says, mm-hmm. you know what? No, this is wrong. We can help these people. I know I can do it. And he and he does. He defies Doctor Strange. They have a big fight scene, and um, he prevails, which is another Spider-Man thing. Spider-Man in the comics always fights people that are more powerful, smarter, or or just plain better than he is. And Spider-Man always wins. Not because he's better, just because he somehow manages to get through it. And that and that that scene where he traps Doctor Strange in the mirror dimension. Is simply beautiful. That that is quintessential Spider Man. That's what Spider Man does. He fights people that he's not supposed to fight, and he wins. It was great. So you're definitely on the side of uh, Spider Man and Aunt May there, then, right? Well, practically, Doctor Strange is correct, and it will have saved a lo- it will have saved people's lives. Mm-hmm. It will have saved a lot of property damage. Right. But morally, morally means yeah. Aunt May and Peter Parker's right. I mean, yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. they, saved, they saved these guys' lives, you know, and we right, can talk right. about the implications of that, because there's actually a conundrum, a, a Catch-22 problem with that, and we'll talk about that later, but okay. he was right. It worked, um, but I guess you're on Dr. Strange's side. Uh, I don't know. Um, I think probably in the moment, I definitely would have been on Dr. Strange's side. It's the easier um, thing and to if, do, And right? if I was MJ, and I saw what happened to Spider-Man and Aunt May... I probably would have hit that button when they were. Yeah, I would. I would have hit that button if I was MJ. I would hit that button too, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. And and, but like you know, when you're looking at the Sam Raimi and Amazing Spider-Man movies, Mm -hmm. and you're seeing that these guys have a second chance, it's almost like a love letter to everybody who's watched Spider-Man movies for the last twenty years. You know what I'm saying? It's like wow, like this. It's like a weird payoff. Like, who would have guessed that me watching Spider-Man 2 would let me enjoy it again in a different way, like, 18 years later, you know? Do you it's remember just, what made what made uh, Norman Osborn, like, have the split personality? Do you remember that? It was the chemicals. Yeah, it was the, it was the Green Goblin chemicals he was exposed to in Spider-Man 1. Uh, okay. So they could, you, in theory, like, fix that with some yeah. kind of... Mm-hmm. Concoction. Yeah. Okay. No, it was okay. all it, all the ways they fixed these villains in the in the in 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 No Way Home was was can, 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 canonically correct. It was correct mm-hmm. in that subject. The movie is well, very the, well the, done. Doctor Ock is. I think they made that one up for this movie, right? But it mm, no, I no, no. In the experiment, experiment two, uh, when he was when he was working on his device. It, mm-hmm. it, there was an electric surge went through his arms and burned out the chip in his neck, oh, and that chip okay. in his neck caused him to lose control of the tentacles. Dude, they, 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 we've seen and talked about a lot of movies that didn't have all the 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 O's and X's correct. This movie had all the O's and X's correct. There's yeah. only one. There's only a couple different places where we can argue about plot. But they did. They watched these movies. They studied these movies. They got them right. They did not mess anything up. Okay. Never heard of O's and X's being correct before. I've heard of P's and Q's. I wanted to say P's and Q's, but um, when you're on a podcast, you just kind of just say the first thing that comes to your mind. <laughs> right. Let Let's talk about 
the scene, the fight scene between Green Goblin and Spider-Man in the apartment. How brutal was that fight scene? That was a really brutal fight scene. Yeah, and just the um, like the sense of foreboding that mm-hmm. when Peter Parker's Spidey sense starts to tingle. Oh yeah, yeah. In that room, and he's like, yeah. Where is the danger actually coming from? That was so good. So good. And I was and just then, like, I was thinking before before he realized where it was coming from, I was like, is it coming from outside the apartment? Is it coming from mm-hmm. inside the apartment? Um, and is it just the fact that he's concentrated all of these villains yeah. into such a small space? Yeah. And, um, and and it turns out to be green and it turns out to be the Green Goblin. And like right. the Green Goblin didn't get a lot in the Sam Raimi movies. The Green Goblin did not get his just like desserts. Like in the comics, the Green Goblin is the ultimate Spider-Man villain. He's like ruthless. He's dangerous. He's always been someone who's like destroyed Spider-Man's life in many different ways. And the movies didn't capture this, but this movie definitely captured it. Like he, it, I, I, I would not want to be in a room alone with the Green Goblin for even right. a second. You know, super, and like super powerful. Yeah, super powerful. It's just plain evil, you know, maniacal. Right. And that fight scene was just brutal. Like he wasn't, he wasn't giving Spider Man any like any like room. He wasn't giving him like you know when sometimes you fight someone or in the other fight scenes, it's never it's never really been like he like this Tom Holland's never had to go toe to toe. We never really had to see him like really fight until right. this fight scene. And this is one where he. He definitely had to earn the mantle of Spider-Man with this one. It was just great. Well, I think in this movie, it was Tobey Maguire who said that at one point, he stopped pulling his punches and kind of went it was into Ed, a dark It was, a, dark it was Andrew. It was Andrew. It was Andrew? Okay, okay. Yeah, he said that. But yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, that kind of, you know, we've talked about that before where Spider-Man is very powerful, but, uh, he, you know, we've said he's, he's pulling his punches. So I thought that was, that was yeah. interesting hearing that. And, yeah, but that fight scene with Green Goblin was just, oof, that was great. Yeah, he was not holding back. I, I couldn't believe no. it when he was, like, slamming Spider-Man through the floor. Yeah. The worst yeah. part was when Tim Holland, Tom Holland was punching him in the face, and he was just laughing. Right. You know, yeah. it was like, like if you're, if you're fighting someone, and you're mm-hmm. just going doing the worst you can to them, and they're laughing at you, like, what's that right. make you feel? It's like, well, yeah. this is going well. Um, yeah. But then, of course, we get the tragic um, death of Aunt May, which um, which is sad. It made me sad when I saw it. But um, this is kind of this is going to kind of come up later. This is definitely an end of contract movie. Do you know what I'm talking about here with that? I do. Yeah. He's like, you know, Aunt May's been in three movies. She's done. Yeah. You right. know, <laughs> like I'm not going to do any more. This is the end of my contract, so I'm going to die. Yeah. And, um Super sad. I don't feel like I got to know her that well as a as Aunt May. Um, but it, Marissa Tomei did a great job. I thought it was a weird job. casting choice, to be honest with you. Why? Just, we know of Aunt May as like a an older lady. Um, yeah. I don't. Know. I kind of like. I kind of like that she was a little different this time. I kind of like. And yeah. And uh, to be honest with you, like being older doesn't mean you have to have gray hair and bend over with a cane. It was, just, you know, <laughs> she, you can be right. you can be in your late forties, early fifties. Yeah. Or even mid fifties and not look terrible. You know, like mm-hmm. you know, like just look at um look at J Lo. She's like what, sixty, seventy, and she looks like she's twelve, you know? So um yeah. so again, I think Marissa Tomei was was a inspired choice. Um, but I mean, you know, she's died and then and then that's it. And then we get the scene where Did you did you know like right away when she was hit by the glider that she was gone or I'll be honest with you, Mike, 
I, before these movies come out, I always try to find the spoilers. And here's why I do this. No, okay. this is why I do this. Okay. All right. When I go to a movie, I'm trying to understand their storytelling techniques. I'm trying to, un- mm-hmm. I'm trying to appreciate the fight scenes. I'm trying to appreciate the entertainment aspect of it. If I go in there, if I go in there blind, I'll be spending so much time worried and trying to figure out things in my head that I can't enjoy mm-hmm. it. So right. it's really it's easier for me to read a synopsis of the movie before I go see it because I can really enjoy it then. And I know that's 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 kind of intuitive, but I love a movie when I know what's going to happen. I'm like, okay, now I can go see it and really enjoy it now. Okay, uh, I, I mean that, I, that makes sense. If you're watching a movie and you're trying to figure it out while it's playing out, I could see how that would be distracting, um, very distracting, you know? very distracting. Yeah, yeah and so. I just want to go and enjoy it. So yeah, right. I knew I knew everything about this movie before I saw it. Um, but it didn't take away the joy of it because it was the way they told the story that I thought was great. And like a lot of this stuff was done so well and so surprisingly that I was like, I knew what was going to happen, but I was surprised when I saw how it happened. I have to get sidetracked here for a second. Okay. Sure. Just hearing you explain that, um, why you read up on spoilers. Have you seen Knives Out? Yes. Okay. Did you do the same thing with that? No, I only do it for comic book movies. Just okay. comic book movies. Okay, so you're able to watch Knives Out and kind of tamp yes. down that part of your brain where it's trying to figure out the movie. Yeah, well, it's a mystery, right? It. So I'm, yeah. like, it's the point of the movie is the mystery. So yeah. that's different. But a comic book movie, I'm definitely going to read the spoilers for it. Okay, all right, gotcha. Cool, just wanted to figure that out. Yeah. So then, I, I want to know how your family reacted when they saw the other Spider-Men show up. Um, Ned apparently figures out how to open portals with the sling ring, which I thought was mm-hmm. kind of cool. And then, cool. We, yeah. yeah, and then we get the Andrew Garfield. Is it Garfield Spider Man? Is that his name? Huh? Andrew Garfield? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's Spider Man. Yeah, and we get the t- the classic Tobey Maguire Spider Man. Did mm-hmm. you know that? Did you absolutely know they were going to show up, or did you what? I did not. I mean, I I saw all the rumors, um, but I never really dug into them or anything like that. So how did you guys react? What was your family's reaction when you guys saw him? Um, definitely excited to see him. Yeah, yeah. Definitely excited. I thought it was great. I just thought it was like... The t- and I didn't know how emotional it would be for me to see um, Tobey Maguire. The Andrew Garfield Spider-Mans, mm-hmm. there are some, of pe- there, some people really love those Spider-Man movies. And there's Depends already... on how old you were when you saw those Spider-Man yeah, movies. That's probably true. Like the Amazing Spider-Man one and two, there's already been calls for Amazing Spider-Man three. People want that movie. Right. They want the third movie. In which, hey, newsflash, you'll probably get it. <laughs> so, just like <laughs> let you know, you're probably getting an Amazing Spider-Man three at some point. Just let you know, like this, this that's probably going to happen. Uh, but Tom McGuire, like that is my Spider-Man. You know, like yeah, that is yeah. my Spider-Man. And to see him show back up was super. Right emotional that was like i wanted to ask him so many questions <laughs> I went like, how you doing man what's going on you know and like yeah my wife mentioned like, she liked that they did not de-age him yeah he just like he looked like he was as old you know <laughs> right right um but yeah i thought it was i thought it was great i thought it was fantastic um and i love the scene in the lab when they're all working together i thought that was really cool too that was that was not that was awesome yeah it's uh, i'm conflicted with them showing up because it's part of the whole there's too much going on in this movie. I don't like it. It's not the it's not the Spider-Man movie that I want to see. However, at the same time, 
uh, it's very emotional with those yeah. two guys showing up. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, 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 I'm, I'm straddling the fence on whether is it great that they were able to make me cry <laughs> with, with, um, you know, uh, Aunt May dying and those two guys showing up and talking about that, or is it just uh, they're going for like uh, cheap emotional pulling of the strings? I would agree with you. Normally, that was an emotional ploy just to just to mess with us. But mm-hmm. I really do feel like this movie was a love letter to all Spider-Man movie fans. If yeah. you love the Spider-Man movies, this movie's for you, man. This movie was designed for people who have watched all the Spider-Man movies and love them. Because all the characters are treated with respect. They're treated with admiration. They're treated with the way you want, with love. Mm-hmm. And um, so again, this isn't exactly a Spider-Man movie you wanted, but it kind of, in my part, it kind of is. We do get quite a bit of Spider swinging through New York. And we do get the idea of what makes Spider-Man who he is. Like, who yeah. is this guy? And yeah. it took us to see Andrew Garfield and Tommy McGuire. It took us to see them again and to see their interactions for the Tom Holland Spider-Man to be like, okay, this is what it means to be Spider-Man. It's not just working with the Avengers. It's not fighting Thanos. It's actually, like, doing good, you know? And so mm-hmm. I thought... Right. I thought that was great. I really thought that was good. I thought it was great. Um, so we get the final fight scene. So I'm confused. They were... They were I guess they were getting ready to remake the Statue of Liberty with a Captain America shield. Yeah, earlier in the movie, <laughs> there's some kind of a you overhear or it's on the TV or something. They're talking about people putting the Captain America shield on the Statue of Liberty. Why? I don't what? know. What would you do? I guess to honor. I guess to honor Steve Rogers since he's yeah, gone. This- it's tacky. It's just kind of bad. But, uh, yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Is like, are people, is J. Jonah Jameson going to be like, thanks, Spider-Man, for taking that shield off of Statue of Liberty. You know, is he going to get any credit for that? I don't know, but do you I think do remember? Do I remember think people that... should thank him for yeah, knocking 100%. that stupid shield off the Statue of Liberty. This is that Kate Bishop thing that she talked about in Hawkeye 5. Right. So, um... I see what they were trying to do, but I'm glad it kind of just, like the Statue of Liberty just looks cool. Like you don't need to mess it up. That's right. right. Yeah. Um, but we do get a great fight scene between all these villains and the three Spider-Men. And dude, I don't care who you are. When you see finally after they kind of mess up their attacks the first time, when you mm-hmm. see all three of them swinging together, yeah. come on, dude. How awesome was that? That was just so good. Like, you know, yeah, just all yeah. three of them swinging down together, getting ready to fight, and they all do the Spider-Man pose on top of the Statue of Liberty. Come on. <laughs> right, you, yeah, yeah. You have, your heart has to be pure stone for you not to like that. Like, come on. It was just so good. Like, so good. It's just so good. Kind of like the Black Widow pose. Y- yeah. Not really, but sort of. Um, but then um, we get the <laughs> fight scenes, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah, we all that kind of done. We get to find. I, I really liked when um the three of them were talking about yeah. the villains that they fought. Yeah, that was funny. That and was uh, Andrew Garfield's like, I'm I'm lame. <laughs> he said, No, man, you're amazing. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. Amazing. Toby Maguire's like, No, you're amazing. Because like, this is the same kind of conversation people have had. Like, hey, the Andrew Garfield Spider Man, eh? But no, like, you know what? I kind of want to watch. I never seen Sp- Amazing Spider Man two. And I kind of, I'm going to probably watch it just to see how it goes. I really will. 
I honestly um, can't remember if I've seen it or not. Um, I definitely I know I saw. Mess. I definitely know I saw the first one, and um, I don't know. I guess I just didn't feel like it was my Spider-Man as much as Tobey Maguire was. Yeah, I mean, the Amazing Spider-Man two, the biggest critique it had was that it had too many villains in it. Um, so that was a mm, problem. Yeah. Um, but I think the be yeah, this is not a spoiler in Amazing Spider-Man two, um, Gwen Stacy's killed because of Spider-Man. And right, that right. and that's that scene you saw when Andrew Garfield flies down and saves MJ. Like right. he's so emotional because he did something that he couldn't do before, which I thought right. was yeah, absolutely. I thought was good. Um, that was, was really good. And then you got the scene where um, Tom Holland was another fighting. like watery eye moment. Yeah, there was a lot of those. And then you yeah. see Tom Holland fighting the Green Goblin at the very end. He almost kills him, but then um, you know Tobey Maguire stops him, but then gets stabbed. But then finally... By um, the Green Goblin, yep. Yeah, and then finally Spider-Man, um, Tom Holland saves, you know, Green Goblin. And that... and, and some, of the, it, some of the effects in this movie didn't quite hold up. And that one was one for me where... With, with effect. It, it was a great uh, storyboarding that, you know, like drawing out the, the scenes on a sheet of paper. Mm -hmm. I, they storyboarded that perfectly, I think. Um, I loved, like, the scene of... You know, it's from Tom Holland's point of view. Yeah. And we see Tobey Maguire, like, holding up the, the glider, preventing uh, Tom Holland from killing yeah. uh, the Green Goblin. Great setup. But for me, the, the, the effects, it just, it was clearly like, it was clearly that he wasn't, it wasn't a real scene. Yeah. And, and there were a few scenes, there were a few scenes like that for me. Yeah, I'll give you that. And don't get it twisted. My biggest critique of this movie is the special effects. I mean, if you look at the uh, scene in the mirror dimension, that is 100% CGI. Nothing in that's real. Right, uh, and yeah. so it's, it's like, at, at this point, anybody can make a movie if you have a special effects budget through the roof. Mm -hmm. um, so, again, that's, a, that's an honest critique that I think all these movies have. I think that the, the, I think the, the next big, great movie will, have, will be one that does live action more because we're getting kind of tired of these special effects. Um, but I mean, it's hard, you know, it's hard to make these movies without them and keep them under budget. So it, it right. is what it is. Yeah. But the biggest thing at, at this movie at the very end is Dr. Strange is having to deal with the, the multiverse seeping into our universe. Um, and like the way the multiverse yeah, no, cracks, it, it, it seems like it's other people that knew Peter Parker from other universes yep. that are all seeping yep. through. Yeah. But like, dude, it looks just like it did in Loki. It's, uh, episode six, right? They they mm -hmm. they are really working. They're all and like you know. So what do you think? Like do you think this scene in the Spider Man movie is what um, Kang the Conqueror felt? No, at the no, end of no. Loki. No, 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 mm -hmm. no. Let's not do that. <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> do it's possible. Yeah, let's, not, let's not do that. Well, I do why think not? Is, why not? Why don't Why don't you want to do that? Because I, I I still feel like it. <laughs> <laughs> well, but that doesn't what, make any I, sense. Why not? What were you talking about? Because it's too much. It's just too much right now. It's like there is going to be times where people are going to story build and link Luke Loki with um with the multiverse stuff that we're seeing That's like now. Two very clear multiverse scenes. Yeah, I I think I don't know. Maybe I doubt it. Um, who knows? We'll have to find out. What I do appreciate is that the special effects teams from both Loki and from this movie work together. Like there's a there's mm -hmm. a thread where everybody knows that we're having a continuous story arc, 
and it look and it's been really important that the multiverse looks that way when you right. in this movie and in Loki. So if you watch Loki, you see it, and and they're doing a really good job with this multiverse stuff, and I think it, it worked well. But I think the biggest thing that that made me cry, the last thing that made me cry, is that Peter Parker, you know, tells Strange to create a spell where everybody forgets who he is. And dude, like that, the the that it's not it's a sacrifice. I mean, the whole thing's their fault. It's Doctor Strange and Peter Parker's fault. But right. that Peter Parker would just take the hit that hard uh, and lose all his friends and family was just it's just a lot, you know. It's just super sad. It's just super yeah. sad. Like you can't do anything about it. It's just super sad. It's uh kind of frustrating that the very end of the movie is fixed the way we started off at the very beginning of the movie. Yeah, I can see that. You know? Yeah. Like I if mean, he had I just if he had just let um uh Doctor Strange do that that spell as is from the very beginning, we would have ended up in the same place. Um but you know, Aunt May would still be alive. All that destruction wouldn't have happened. I guess well, on the plus side, we did get rid of the shield on the Statue of Liberty. Yeah, but that's what it means to be Spider-Man. Like, like at the at at when he first went to Doctor Strange, he wasn't willing to sacrifice to be Spider-Man. He wanted his life to be normal and be Spider-Man. And Doctor Strange said, "You can't do that." And at the very end, you know, Tom Holland Spider-Man realizes if I want to keep being Spider-Man then I'm going to have to sacrifice because that's just how it is. And he did. And that's the truth, you know, and the sacrifice was hard, um, sad, but that's just, if you're Spider-Man, you have great power, but you also have great responsibility and, you know, your responsibility outweighs your ability to have a normal life and it sucks. Um, so, but that's just, that's it. So I thought, I thought it was well done in that regard. Super sad. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't really care about the about this MJ in these movies until until this, this movie, and then I was like super super bummed out. I was like, "Well, that sucks." All right, <laughs> that's it. Um, right. But then at the very end, we he gets his little apartment. Did you get? Did you notice that that book that in one of the boxes he has a GED prep guide? I did. I did notice that. Because he has seems, to go back to school. It, it <laughs> seems strange to me. It seems strange to me. I get that the spell means everybody that knows him forgets him. But wouldn't his school records still be there? No, they're all gone. There's no record of him, period, ever. Like, he can't walk into the school and say, hey, nope. I, know, I know I was the very quiet kid sitting at the back of the room and you never really noticed that I was there. No, but no what, look, at, look in your records. There's a record all, for me. There are, no, there's no records. They're all wiped. There's nothing that says he's as that, the Even the words Peter Parker together don't exist. Okay. All right. You know, so they're all yeah. gone. But then he makes his own Spider-Man outfit, right? Right. And he I, love, I love that. I love that. And he has his own little phone checking criminal stuff. And he swings also out to love New York. That. Also love that. Yeah, he's yeah. like running an app on his phone that's doing a, a police yeah. scanner. No yeah. more Iron Man stuff. No yes. more Avengers stuff. No more Super right. Tech stuff. It's just mm -hmm. him in a little apartment being the yes. Spider-Man we've always wanted. Mm -hmm. And even though this wasn't the Spider-Man movie you wanted, Mike, that last two minutes definitely were, you know? Yeah, and, and it, it it sets me up for what we've been getting hints at, and some of it's maybe negotiating in public. But I am so, after this movie, I am so stoked for another three Spider-Man movies with Tom Holland 
set up the way this movie sets it up. I agree. I 100% agree. Uh, but it's, I, you yeah, know, I mean, if if that happens, all three of those movies will be at the top of my list next time we do a rank. The thing is, we uh, we are seeing public negotiations now that the movie's making so much money. Tom Holland mm-hmm. can go back to Disney and Sony and be like, "You want me to do three more of these movies? Pay me." Like that's mm-hmm. it. And they're going to be like, okay, we will pay you because look how much money we made during the pandemic. You know, like they're going to make record sales. They're going to make record sales even even though it's a pandemic. Like it's going to be it's going to be the numbers that we will have had before the pandemic. So it's going to be um, so it's definitely going to make more Spider-Man movies. Tom, I saw uh, I saw some numbers. I'm not I don't really know the numbers themselves, but it was comparing them to other Marvel movies like uh, one of them was Endgame. One of them was some Mm. other movie that made a lot of money. And it was, it's really close. I mean, it's not at that level because it's during the pandemic, but it's super close. And like, and, and now Mar- uh, Disney's got to figure out a way to get rights so they can show No Way Home on Disney Plus. Because if you think they're not going to do that, you're crazy. And like, it's just going to be, uh, it's going to be the movie that's going to help the MCU and Marvel moving forward. This movie had, this movie has a lot of weight to it and did a lot of work. And it's, it's, it's going to be good to see what they do next. Um, but I mean, yeah, they're definitely going to make more Spider-Man movies. That's just, I mean, Tom Holland's doing, he's smart. He's already told everybody publicly. I don't know if I want to do any more of these. And so now him and his agents go go back to wherever they go and write up a deal and make a big thing out of it. So it's going to be, it's going to be fun. All right. So do you think, okay, the, the way this movie ends, everybody forgets who Peter Parker is. Mm-hmm. Peter Parker, had a very sad goodbye to MJ and Ned. Mm. And he's like, I'm going to find you too. And mm-hmm. I'm going to make you remember me. Mm-hmm. He goes to MJ's donut shop that she works at. And mm-hmm. as he's got it rehearsed this time, his speech to the, the MIT uh, vice chancellor wasn't rehearsed when oh, he like got that. attacked I on did, the bridge. I didn't notice that, but yeah. I yeah. yeah. That, but she, right. She's like, she's like, you didn't rehearse this. Did you? Uh, yeah. But so he rehearsed the speech for MJ, wrote it out on a sheet of paper, and he walks into the donut store and he can't bring himself to do it. So he kind of starts out. He's like, "Hi, I'm Peter Parker. I'd like a, I'd like a coffee." Mm-hmm. Um, do you think in the next three Spider-Man movies with Tom Holland, does he reunite with MJ and Ned, or is this a contract end for Zendaya? Is she done with? Marvel movies at this point. I don't know. Um, if I was Zendaya and I was, who's the guy? What's the guy who plays Ned? What's his name? Jacob Batalon. If I was those guys, um, you have room to negotiate now and figure things out. Um, I think that if they, if Zendaya does sign up for more movies, I think the story thread will be them falling back in love again. Mm-hmm. Um, we, I've talked about this before. Um, this story, uh, No Way Home, has a lot of um, similarities to uh, One More Day and other storylines from Marvel Comics. And oh, okay. this story does it a thousand times better than the, than the comics did. But the, the idea is that the love, love affair between Peter Parker and MJ can't be broken just because of magic or whatever. So, mm, yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what they do. I think from a fan point of view, like you have to bring her back just so they can see yeah. that love affair. But there's other there's other people that that 
And plus, too, do remember that one of the things that makes Spider-Man interesting is that everybody who gets close to him gets hurt. Uh, and so he tries to stay away from people. So maybe the storyline would be about them trying to him trying right. to figure out how to have a personal life. But yeah, we just have to wait and see. I'm also there's a lot of other things. There's, there's, there's a bunch of different plot things that this movie um, it has. That's, I think, interesting. So one, one question is, does the Avengers still know that Spider-Man exists, but don't know that Peter Parker exists? Like, what's going on with that? Yeah, they have to know that Spider-Man exists and they just don't know he's Peter Parker. Yeah, so that could be interesting. And then two, this is something that we can. That, that, this, this almost deserves another podcast, but I don't think we, we're already at fifty minutes. So, and we already have two end scenes to talk about. Um, mm-hmm. So there's, there's there's two things that we can talk about here. Well, one thing I think the in the Tom Holland and Andrew Garfield Spider Man, we see them years later after their movies. Correct. Right. Yeah. But the villains are going to go back to where they were in the middle of those movies. So does that mean they were, that they were dying? They were they actually they already died. Yeah, but now they're going to be alive. Yeah, but I think they'll go back to the point that they died. No, the whole point was that if they go back, they won't be killed because they don't have those powers anymore. Yeah, but it'll be so it'll be another multiverse. It'll be at the point in time when they died. Um, but they won't die. But they won't but they but they won't die. Yeah. So that's a lot going on. So I don't know. Uh, and here's another key question. Is Marvel going to talk to Tom, Tom Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield and be like, hey, people loved you guys. There's still love for you out there. Mm-hmm. They're just saying, you know, uh, could you imagine a Toby Maguire Spider-Man movie or Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movie? Like, like I'm, I'm almost prom. I almost promise you they'll make Amazing Spider-Man 3. Um, but I'm curious about I could I could definitely see that happening. Amazing yeah. Spider-Man 3. They've already got the script and everything. Yeah. And and, and the movie audience knows there's a there's a multiverse. It's yeah. not messing with our heads right. that we yeah. have multiple different Spider-Man. We just we understand, oh, mm-hmm. we know these guys. We know them. It Let could them be the, it could be cool just, for them to have like a Tobey Maguire as a older Spider-Man, like Spider-Man mm-hmm. middle-aged. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, oh, Mike, Mike. What about live action? Spider-Man multiverse movie where like Tobey Maguire plays the Peter the old Peter Parker from that from the Ant Man movie. Isn't that what we saw? Isn't that No Way? Yeah, No or No Way Home. Con- yeah, I mean, kind of. But now, yeah. but then, but what if he like interacts with like Miles Morales or something like that? I don't know. Mm, there's a, yeah, there's so much potential here that right. it kind of blows your brain. Um, but we are running out of time. So we, get, we have two in credits. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. I want to give Go you a platform to be super nerdy for a little bit. Please. Um, there were a ton of Spider-Man costumes in this movie. Yeah. And as someone that doesn't read comic books, I would love it if you could tell me a little bit about each one of the, the Spider-Man costumes that stood out to you. And well, the, the, so the, the red and black costume that Tom Holland first wears is from the old Amazing Spider-Man comics that were penned by Eric Larson a long time ago, long, like 20, 30 years ago. So they, they, he, at one point, he made a costume that was the blue part was turned black. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Um, the Iron Spider-Man, we've seen that and talked about that. That's from Civil War, from the comics. We've t- discussed that. Okay. Um, the um, Tom Holland's, I mean, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man costume and the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man costume are just are iterations of the classic Spider-Man costumes. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then the the special black one that he kind of had, which was which was his when he had the when he had the phone out. like taped yeah, to yeah. his chest. Yeah, yeah, that's not really kind of cool, um, but it just kind of looked cool. And the one where he has like the iron spider over his costume is kind of like the Spider Man from the video games. It kind of looks like the Spider-Man costume from the video games, um, mm-hmm. but there's not one like that in the comic. But then at the very end, the, he was he wore the classic Spider-Man costume at the very end, which I thought was great. I just thought yeah, that was I loved. Cool. I loved it. I loved it. Yeah, me yeah. too. Me too. Um, man, we could talk about this movie for another hour, but um, I'll get in <laughs> trouble. My, my, I'll get. I'll, I'm leaving, I'm leaving my wife with her in-laws by herself, so I, I see you get back. <laughs> Um, right. Okay. We got two end credits. We got one that I hated, and then one that I absolutely love. That we might need to have another podcast just to talk about it. Um, but the first, I'm guessing, scene, I'm guessing that you hated the mid credit scene. Hated it. Like I don't care about Venom. Nobody does. <laughs> it's like, well, who cares? And he doesn't even stay in the universe. He just leaves. Like I don't understand what I don't. That's understand. why I thought maybe you would love it. But I don't understand what they're doing. We did get Doesn't, that scene. Okay, so before we talk about it, give a quick synopsis of this scene for the people. Well, Eddie Brock, played by, what's his face? I don't remember his name. I should, because I like the actor of him a lot. Uh, it's the Mad Max guy. Yeah, hang on. I'm looking at it now. Yeah. Where is he? I just saw it. I, just, I have my notes right in front of me. Oh, well. Anyway, look it up. Anyway. Uh, uh, he's at a bar talking to a guy trying to understand the universe that he's in, and right. he, and Venom is being weird, which I hate, but it's fine. But yeah. then he was like, "I'm going to go to New York and find the Spider Man," but then he just disappears because of the spell, you know, right. which doesn't make any sense. He doesn't know anyway. Whatever. Um, but no, no, wait, wait. I I think you you were getting ready to say is why was he ever pulled here in the yes, first place? Why was he even because pulled he doesn't know Peter place. Parker? I guess the symbiote does. I don't know. It's just so, so convoluted. But the symbiote then, doesn't know Peter Parker. I know it does. It doesn't make any sense. It makes no sense. The, the only, only co- sense that this makes to me is part of the whole this movie's fixing things. It seems like this whole scene is to fix. The bad Venom movies that Sony's been doing on their own leave a little bit of goo in the MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, so that you can have a good version of Venom for future movies. I would be fine if we get the black suit for the next Tom Holland Spider-Man. I'd be okay with it. But Mm -hmm. Sony... So and we we can talk about this forever. You could see certain places where Sony is putting their hands down. Like Sony's like, okay, you can do all this cool stuff, but we get a Venom scene in your movie, mm-hmm. <laughs> and like that's the deal. You have to do it, otherwise, you we won't let you make this movie. Because Sony still owns the rights to Spider Man, which means that right. Marvel has to ask Sony for all this stuff, which is super annoying. And but yeah. Sony's doing what they have to do. Um, so I think it's just something that Sony want, wanted to get done, but it's so ham-handed and it's not even interesting. So, but like, what do you think happens is. with that goo? Does the uh, bartender touch it, and the bartender's now venom? <sighs> Who knows? Like, <laughs> I, I don't. I mean, I'm like, so, I don't even know. I mean, like, I, I, he wasn't even in New York. That would be that yeah. would be kind of cool. But also, I definitely do not want any of the next three Tom Holland Spider-Man movies to involve Venom in any way, yeah. shape, or form. 
I'm okay with it if it involves them in the right way, but I'm just kind of over it. It's just like, like Sony, this is obviously a place where Sony is doing what they do, which is messed everything up. But we don't even know if Sony will let them make another Spider-Man movie. So we'll just have to, that's, I don't know. It is, it's just whatever. To all your, to all you people who spend money on Venom movies, this is your fault. If they didn't make <laughs> any money off these Venom movies, we wouldn't have to deal with this. But all you stupid kids go to see stupid movies and you all say you love it, which you really don't. You're just being, just being, just being pains in the butts, but it is what it is. Um, but Mike, let's talk about something way better. Okay. So that means that you loved the, the end credit scene. Dude. Okay. Once again. Well, okay. Before you get started, okay. I, I got to know what you loved about it because to me, these end credit scenes and mid credit scenes are supposed to be little vignettes that are created just for the movie they're playing in. Mm-hmm. To me, this felt cheap and lame because basically all they did was put a trailer for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness at the end of this movie. You can say it's cheap and lame, and I respect that, but it's the longest in credit thing we've ever seen, and yeah. it's a trailer for the Doctor Strange movie, the next Doctor Strange movie. That's why which we I did, didn't like which it. We like, did, release the trailer, but we do a little we, vignette for this movie. But we didn't know we'd get it. We didn't know we got. We didn't know. We didn't know we'd get this, and it's like, yeah. oh wow. And Mike. Did you see that this movie is basically the Doctor Strange What If episode? Did you notice that? <laughs> I mean, I saw that there was definitely the evil Doctor Strange. Yeah, yeah. That is, and he they, is it, the greatest threat to our universe. That is, if they're doing what I think they're going to do, which is make, they got two options here. They're either going to remake the What If Doctor Strange episode as a live action movie. Or mm-hmm. they're going to use the Doctor Strange episode as, like, canon. So it's like, if you watch the What If episode, this is like a sequel to it. What? Mm-hmm. It's, that is crazy. Well, did I mean, you, Nega Doctor Strange is going to show up in that movie. Dude, did you see in, the, in one of the scenes, Doctor Strange shoots dragons out of his hands like he did in the What If episode? I did not see that. Was it's that... It's half, it's a half second, but he definitely <laughs> does it. And yeah. I'm like, they're doing it. They are doing it. And Which like, Doctor Strange was it? The good Doctor Strange. Interesting. Um, okay. But it's like, dude, this what if, dude? Like we 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 just hit this what if episodes with everything we got. We said the what if episodes were just terrible, and now look, now well, now what if episodes? Like we're about to make a whole movie, you know, a whole movie based off this whole thing. Oh well. Right. It's just, that's crazy. That's absolutely crazy. I mean, even some of the dialogue was from the one if episode. Like, can you call anything out there? Or? Like, I didn't mean to, it was like, I didn't mean to do this. It went too far. It wasn't my fault. Mm. That's the same kind of things he said in the what if episode. Yeah. Right. Right. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's I loved crazy. the, um, I think, I think it's how it opens. I love the opening scene with, um, what's her name? Um, the magic lady, Scarlet, the Scarlet Witch, the Scarlet Witch. Yes, yeah, I, I love that, cool. that 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 scene, that place that she's in, that she's created for herself is was so beautiful. It, it, was it looked awesome. like a farm. It just looked like a regular old farm. Yeah, yeah. But it was interesting because I always thought that the Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness would be her 
getting Doctor Strange's help, but it looks like he's getting her help, which is even yeah. cooler. Right. Um, right. I'm so I'm I am all about this movie now, man. I cannot wait for this movie to come out. I'm super duper stoked for this movie. Super stoked. But it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, um. Okay. So, Mike, uh, I have no news you can abuse, man. Sorry. What? None? I have no none. I have no news uh, you can abuse. Wow. I'm sorry. I'm falling. I'm falling. Well, you know, so it's far the, behind. It's the holidays. The the news cycle is slowing down at the end of the year. I just kind of feel like this episode of um the Super Size Show podcast is dedicated to all the fans of the Spider Man movies. And I've been very hard on like people who like the Reddit crowd who are like begging for this and like were saying how the three Spider-Man should hook up and do this. And I was like, uh, this is so lame. I have to apologize. I really enjoyed this movie. I'm definitely gonna see it again before it goes out in theaters. And even if I get COVID, I'm definitely gonna see it again. And I just thought, you know, like this I don't think this, it's worth it, but go ahead. Probably isn't. But, you know, like, this movie was just fun. Like, this movie reminded me of the first time I saw Spider-Man in theaters. Like, Spider-Man has always been my favorite comic book character. And to see this movie kind of, like, help other people understand why I love Spider-Man so much. Not just any Spider-Man. Because I do think there is a place for Miles Morales. I do. I understand that people want, like, a person of color to be Spider-Man. And I respect that. But Peter Parker is something special. And oh, did you notice the 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 dialogue between Jamie Foxx? Yeah, that was yeah. really funny. That was really funny. Yeah. Um, I always thought you were black. You know, I was like, that's that's funny. Right. Um, but Peter Parker, you're from special. Queens. You help people. Yeah. yeah. Peter Parker's special, and I hope people understand why I've loved Peter Parker since I was like twelve. You know, mm-hmm. um, he's really he, like that character has always helped me find a moral compass, and I really love that this movie um tried to do that too. So good, just good stuff. Good stuff, guys. Great movie. Um, Mike, it's the holiday season. Yeah. Yeah, I know I'm getting my friends and family for the holidays. Do you know what you're getting your friends and family for the holidays? Absolutely. Absolutely. Where are you, yeah. are you getting your friends and family? <laughs> I'm going to give them a, a link to the podcast by hitting the share button right now. I'm actually going to print out a link and like yeah. put it in an envelope so they have to type it into the web browser. <laughs> that's nice that's nice yeah 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 it's a good build up yeah mm-hmm. it's like okay i can't wait got one more. and then they mess up and they gotta redo it but yeah right yeah. And right you yeah. and listeners Fun. should also yeah listeners should also it's but and like if you know people who have seen the spider-man movie send them this episode i mean there's lots about the spider-man movie that i'm sure they didn't know or maybe some other things that they're curious about yeah, i mean they definitely um, didn't know about those spider-man costumes that you told us about that's super cool yeah, I, yeah, yeah, and like I always take it for granted that people know this stuff, but yeah, you guys don't. You guys yeah, have no, not read no, me coming. No, no idea. Yep. <laughs> you know, so also give us some. All review. I knew is that there were a lot of Spider-Man costumes in this movie. Yeah, and it's kind of almost obnoxiously, but it's fun. Yeah. Um, you should also leave us a review. You should like, and you should definitely subscribe. Uh, yeah, our YouTube subscriptions. Yeah, yeah, our YouTube subscriptions are going up. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, subscribe there. Yeah, pretty excited. Hit us up like, on Twitter at Super Sideshow. Yes, hit us up on Twitter all day long. Uh, and I would love for you guys to send me Twitter stuff and talk about this more. I, I will talk to you guys on Twitter all day long. I just posted my um, rankings in of the MCU movies. Uh, Mike, you posted your your wrong rankings. 
Um, so <laughs> people saw your wrong rankings. Uh, you know, I hope you're not too embarrassed by those rankings being so wrong. Uh, but then my, they my are, career... they're absolutely right for me. Okay, for you, yes, I like that for me. Right, right, yeah. right for you, yeah, yeah. Um, we definitely have to do uh, n- another one of the rankings with all the movies because, like, now, like, I thought Shang Chi was going to be way up there, and, but now, like, Spider Man, like, oh, where about these? Is this, is this the... mm-hmm. like we have we we have um, embarrassment of riches. Yeah. When's the next movie coming out? Do you know? Like, what's the next? I don't know. It's gonna be a while. Uh, yeah. It might be. It might be Multiverse of Madness. Is probably the next one. So I'll check. Like, it's not. We might get. We this is gonna be scary. Might we might go through a drought. Let's go through a little drought coming up <laughs> after a deluge of Marvel yeah. content. Yeah. Yeah, and now it's gonna be just a little bit. We'll have to figure out. Um, we have other. We have other things though. We still have to do our in-game episode, and then we and then we still have to do. Um, far from home, which is going to be, ugh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, uh, uh, I got to rewatch right. that movie. Yeah. Uh, we got to do WandaVision. Yeah. I, I, I'm really, I'm actually really looking forward to doing, uh, doing WandaVision. Um, I'm really looking forward to that. It's going to be great. Yeah. Cause I'm only going to yeah. start one time. It'll be fun. And then by the time we get done with all that, there'll be new stuff. So we'll be fine. Yeah. And we also got to do Lego Batman. Cause I promised you I'd do it. Yeah, you're gonna you can enjoy that one. It's gonna be good. Yeah, I probably won't. I won't. Oh, anyway, um, I don't know if I'll talk to you again, Mike. Uh, oh yeah, we have a podcast before Christmas. Never mind. Yeah, we okay. do. Yeah, we've got right, one more episode of Hawkeye. All right, everybody who's listening to this, go see Spider-Man: um, No Way Home. Tell your friends to go see it. Enjoy it. It's it's a great movie. You you really like it. Yeah, and hit that share button. Share this with everybody you know that's watched the Spider-Man movie. Yeah, they'll they'll thank you for it.